Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the actor goes to the trial of the Chicago 7. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Next Best Picture Podcast. I am your host, Matt Negley. The time of recording is 10.07 p.m. here on April 4th, 2021. The 27th Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards, otherwise known as SAG, has just concluded a few moments ago. We are here to deliver our immediate reactions to the winners from that show. Here to join me tonight to help me do that, I have Amanda Spears. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I also have Dan Baer. Good evening, everybody. And Josh Parham. Hello, hello. All right, everyone. So what a very unusual evening. It was only an hour long. It was pre-taped. There was a question in the air about whether or not if the quote-unquote leaks that came out on the Internet were true or not. And in some cases, yes. In some cases, no. So while there were still some surprises to be had, overall, I have to admit, I haven't had time to process like any of these because it was just going by so fast, but I can't deny that I was having fun with it. I also can't deny that it was a really well produced and edited show in terms of how everything was presented. Josh, what did you think about the overall flow of the show? I mean, you're right that this thing really zipped by. And I think that was the thing that kind of surprised me. Like I knew that it was going to be an hour. And so obviously they were going to try to get through it quickly, but it really moved along. And while I do think that definitely robbed us of some of the excitement in the moment, because it was going by so quickly, at least they sort of knew what the agenda was and understood that they had an hour, they had to get through it. And, you know, I appreciated it for that. All right, Dan Bear, what about you? What did you think of the presentation? I actually thought it was very kind of charming. Um, and I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought mostly because it was edited together just really, really well. Um, it moved, it zipped by. Do I wish that the speeches got to be a little longer? Yeah. In some cases, it felt like people were purposely being short because they were given a time limit and they were trying to respect it as opposed to how when you really get caught up in the emotion on the stage at an awards show, you it can go to some unexpected places. Um, and I missed that. And I missed a little bit of the pomp and circumstance of it. But I overall had a really, really good time with it and enjoyed it um, a lot. All right, Amanda, and what about you? Did you enjoy the uh, presentation and flow of the show tonight? I did. I really really loved it. I thought it was smart and quick and I liked how they had um, kind of like a group zoom for the ensemble winners. So even if they didn't speak, they could at least, you know, share and smile and be there. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I did like uh, some of the use zoom elements. I also like seeing the reactions of other people uh, reacting to someone else's win. Yeah, I like the groupings. Yeah, so I appreciated that aspect of it as well. Um, overall, though, I have to say in terms of the winners themselves, uh, you know, this is a very 
historic evening on a lot of accounts. Um, I just read a moment ago that the four main acting categories for the film side, first time ever, that they all went to people of color. Ooh. Like, that's just incredible. Yeah. And Yen so made history as the first Asian actress on the film side to win individually. Yeah. So there's a lot of firsts here. I know that uh, Daniel Howitt will be writing up an article, which will uh, break some of this down for us uh, tomorrow. Uh, but for now, let's get into uh, some of these winners here on both the film and television side, starting off first with the stunt categories, which they announced before the show uh, aired. Best performance by a stunt ensemble in a comedy or drama series went to The Mandalorian. And best performance by a stunt ensemble in a motion picture went to Wonder Woman 1984. Which makes sense. It's weird that Wonder Woman is now the only franchise to have won this twice. Yeah, even over the Avengers movies. <laughs> well, we haven't had another Black Panther, so we don't know yet. Also, too, I mean, no no offense to Wonder Woman 1984, but if Tenet were nominated here. It wouldn't have happened. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> So good for Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I know that a lot of us were thinking Mulan might pull it off here, but SAG-AFTRA tends to be a very populist group, and that film definitely proved to be uh, very popular. So I can understand it winning. Same thing with Mandalorian. Uh, Mandalorian's a hugely popular show. It's a great way to reward that show, and now with Game of Thrones out of the way, maybe it could be the new uh, reigning champion in this category for years to come. Definitely seems like that for sure. Like That might be the new reigning champ for this category going forward, as you said, Matt. Yep. Uh, then first up, we had best, uh, best Performance by a Male Actor in a Television Movie or Limited Series went to Mark Ruffalo for I Know This Much Is True. <laughs> he swept everything yep let's move on i never have to hear about that god-awful series again it's a great performance <laughs> by a great actor and an even better human being and i am very very happy for him and you need an antidepressant to watch it outstanding performance by a female actor in a television movie or limited series goes to anya taylor joy for the queen's gambit no surprise there we all predicted this but I have to admit, my heart really is breaking for Michaela Cole for I May Destroy You in ways that are really starting to hurt me. Yeah, but as you said, Matt, like it wasn't a shock at all. This yeah. is another sweeper throughout the season. And yeah, I don't think anybody was really surprised by this outcome. No, not at all. Yeah, it's it's the most populist show ever, as opposed to I May Destroy You. <laughs> of course. No, I totally understand that. You know, here's another thing, too, I also want to just kind of throw in throw in here really quickly, is that because the show was pre-taped with the speeches, it was very short, as we mentioned before, it didn't really allow for a lot of the speeches to stand out and be memorable. So I kind of felt like a lot of the speeches were very generic. Yeah, I think that was mm -hmm. the nature of their kind of setup is yeah. you said they want to just keep it moving. And as I mentioned in my intro, like, yeah, some of those moments of spontaneity get lost in the whole pre-taped execution. But it's sort of like you're either damned if you do or damned if you don't, I think. And they were trying to spice it up a little bit with something different than other award shows. And I think it could only work for SAG, though, because that's always been one of the shorter shows to begin with. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I had one problem with one acceptance speech, and I feel like he missed his opportunity to put this all behind him, and it was Jason Bateman. I was really disappointed because I expected him to say something to his mom on Arrested Development. And I think after that whole issue a few years ago, it would have been really nice to see him, you know, thank his on-screen mom for all those years. Yeah, I think the problem there is obviously it being a different show, maybe. Uh, But, you know, we have seen other people do that before where they give thank yous to something that's not related to the performance or of a show that they are winning for. So on one hand, I I understand it if it maybe slipped his mind. On the other hand, I do agree, Amanda. I really wish that uh, he could have had that moment, Um, not just for himself, but also because it's kind of the right thing to do. Well, yeah, especially since she's such a legend and you know i even as much as i hate jeffrey tambor for everything he's done one of my favorite (laughs) sag award moments will still be seeing him go dad get up here i can't help it so um i I just wanted to hear him say you know what jessica this one's for you at the end or something i think maybe if he'd been there and he'd seen the in memoriam and then it came to him but that's my one critique of the entire show next up We had outstanding performance by a male actor in a comedy series, went to Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. And (sighs) Amanda, you made me change my mind here. (laughs) I'm sorry. I went to seven for eight. So I don't want to hear that I like ruined your predictions. (laughs) If you had listened to me, you would have had like a 99%. Uh, Here's the funny. Here's the funny thing. On two occasions where I didn't listen to you, I was right. On this one occasion where I did listen to you, I was wrong. So, <laughs> well, I can't help you out all the time. Be on the lookout on the comedy side is what I'm saying, people, because it's not a it's not a winning combination. And, and for those who don't know what she's referring to, uh, she's referring to when you win the Golden Globe and you win the SAG Award, you tend to not repeat that at the Emmys because the gap now between the SAG Awards and the Emmys is many, so many months. Long. Six months. So uh, every month I'm on that podcast about TV, I'm going to be looking towards comedy now. Same as I'm looking for a limited series for an actress. Yeah. Is someone going to come up in like April or May or maybe June, you know, right before the cutoff period? Yeah. Is there an upset uh, or a hot new show that kind of takes the steam away from these other hot shows? Totally understandable. Outstanding performance by a female actor in a comedy series. Catherine O'Hara for Shit's Creek. Yes. Oh. The yep. legend. <laughs> like, come on. About damn time. Yes. About damn time. 
fourth actress ever to win all four, all of the major awards, the Golden Globe, SAG, Emmy, PCA, and the Critics' Choice Awards. So this is huge for her and so deserving. I hope she goes on to many, many more projects and mm-hmm. maybe she can finally get that Oscar nomination she should have. And I'm going to say that I, look, I love Catherine O'Hara, but I also think that this might have been one of the few occasions where it being a pre-recorded speech might have helped her a bit because <laughs> some of her other ones have been a little touch and go in terms of the, her live speeches. And I think the very kind of quick uh, nature of the show might have benefited her speech this time. But I'm we'll still happy to see her win regardless. And next up, outstanding performance by an ensemble in a comedy series. Also, Schitt's Creek saying goodbye one final time on the awards trail for this really delightful show. It makes sense. And I am so happy for that show. Same, the, yeah. The SAG Awards tweeted, how do you get adopted by the Levy family? And I'm like, yeah, I, I'd like to know that also. Because right? They're, just, they're so cute sitting there. And Twyla, I guess she is a SAG yeah. Award winner. The entire merry band of misfits. I'm so happy for like, the, I think there's 10 of them in when, that ensemble. When Dan Levy was talking about how him living back at home with his parents would make it a great show. I'm like, yes, I will watch that show. <laughs> Please yes. give it to me. <laughs> but if you watch right before they ended, he's, he was talking about, it's not really great for our family. It's ripping our family apart for us being nominated right. in the same category. I'm like, I really just wanted to see Eugene's reaction to that. Like, yeah, my little twerp son wins this over. <laughs> I, I loved it so much. I love them. Please, I want them to work together again. They're my Delightful. favorite family. All right, and now we uh, got our first uh, film category of the night here. Outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role goes to Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. No tech audio muting issues uh, for his speech this time around. And since he's the only one that's uh, nominated at BAFTA here, I think that he's going to be one of the few who actually sweeps the whole precursor season. Yeah. Yeah. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full reactions to the 2021 SAG Awards here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full podcast, you will have to head on over to our Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get this and other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we shall see you all next time. Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. 
That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. <laughs> 